When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attenzione pickpocket. Attenzione pickpocket. Attenzione pickpocket. What's the second thing she says? Attenzione thief. Is it that one? Attenzione borsellatrici. <laughs> What's that mean? I something I I assume borsella is like bolsa in Spanish, like it's purse. So attenzione perstrici means probably purse thief. Do you speak Spanish? Um, it's complicated. Hi, welcome to Basic Training, a podcast for people that need help. That's right. Attenzione. <laughs> Attenzione pickpocket. That's going to be. Attenzione pickpocket. Okay, wait. Spe- it's going to be old news by the time. This yeah, it's going to be old news by the time this comes out. The thing I need to talk about right off the bat. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel absolutely psychotic. People keep on commenting on my videos online that I remind them of Vince Vaughn. And then I just made a video being like, guys, I feel crazy. You guys are saying I remind you of Vince Vaughn. And then everyone's commenting on it being like, oh, my God, I see it. I, 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 in a million years, I wouldn't see it. And then I, I go, here's the crazy, because I, I haven't told you this yet. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is crazy. And then I'm, and in the video, I'm like, I'm so gay. Like, Vince Vaughn is like the pinnacle, like such a like characteristically heterosexual, like, Early 2000s straight male comedy. I like a lot of Vince Vaughn's movies. I'm not like anti-Vince Vaughn here. I just don't, I've never once seen myself in this man. I go, I'm so gay in the video. Someone comments, it's your voice and your humor. Those are the gayest things about me. What are you talking about? I think, honestly, if they're not talking looks, because looks, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't but, look like, I'm like looking at myself in the monitor right now. I no, no, don't no, no, no. look like There's him. no Vince Vaughn there. But... What I do understand maybe what people are getting is that your character, like the, the caricature of yourself, like the way that you speak, uh-huh. you're the same as me where we do sort of a condescension thing. Like we were just talking, like, here's the rules. And like, let me tell you what my opinion is. And that's like, how Vince the talks? objective truth. And Vince talks sort of like a, no, 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 you listen to me. Like, okay, here's how I'm going to lay it out. Like, it's a condescending thing. You know I what I mean? Wait, do you think, people think I'm condescending? it's just like you do like the the type the way that you present your opinions is very much like here is the right way sure. listen up here, okay. is, here it is okay. and that's what people love about you it's a shtick and people don't think that you're like that in real life okay but that's what Vince Vaughn's whole thing is it's just being kind of like it is shut causing, up let me speak okay can you guys just comment and let me know if you think I remind you of Vince Vaughn and if so how and then provide specific clips of where and when I have reminded you of Vince Vaughn this is nothing against Vince Vaughn. I just don't, I've, I feel crazy. I'd be interested to see a clip. Vince Vaughn has actually always been on my list of people. I made a TikTok about this list um, a long time ago of people who I think, celebrities who I think would like me. Oh, sure. Like, I think that Vince Vaughn and I Could differ in many ways. He's such a libertarian. First of all, I think he's really hot. But I've always thought that he would find me, like, quite charming. And maybe it's just because I'm like, I don't know. Young woman. I could see you and Vince getting along. But like, yeah, I just think we'd really get along. Like, I think I'd charm him. Yeah. Some other people I think would really like me are um, 
Who was I thinking of? When I made this video, I was like 20. So I said Jerry Seinfeld because I was young. That was like the whole punchline. What else? Who, what are celebrities? No. People who would like me. Jerry Seinfeld would not like me now. Um, oh, uh, Demi Lovato would like me. Demi Lovato would like you. Yeah, because she's just like so like... <sighs> I'm just I'm just so good at like <laughs> catering to people. Like, oh, okay. I, I would like get her. I would I would get her vibe. And oh, okay, I'd, like, interesting. Be like her for that time. Interesting. That we were talking. I you know what I'd be so fake with Demi. Do Lovato. you know that I love I love Demi Lovato's music. Yeah, she's great. I her voice is so good. That album, the Black and White album, is uh the one. Tell me you love me. That's the single on it. Is that the name of the album? That album is so good. I love the song that goes seventeen twenty nine. I also love the song that goes, La La Land. <laughs> Who's sad? And she does that thing, the Demi Lovato voice, where she's like, Who's sad? I can't wear my Converse. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> With my dress, well, baby. Another thing. So Demi Lovato used to be known back in the Disney days, I don't think so much anymore, for like having a gigantic smile, like a big toothy smile. Yeah, that yeah, was like I a remember. cute thing about her. And I used to do like child acting, like I would do auditions and my dream. I didn't know like, that about you. Yes. And I had an audition like every day after school and I would go in to the casting room and I would always smile for like a couple of weeks. I would smile like Demi Lovato, like, like that <laughs> because I wanted to have like a signature thing. Like I thought it was cool that Demi had that thing. So I was like, oh, that's going to be my memorable thing. Oh my God. And then someone was like, okay, you can like lighten it up a bit on the smile. And I was like, never mind. <laughs> it's not my thing anymore. But I always love that song. Um, yeah. What's the other one? Don't forget. That's I feel so lucky it. that I'm not from a place. Like, I have a mix. Like, I sometimes resent that I grew up in a place where I had no access to like culture or like things in like the entertainment world because I was in like Vermont. Yeah. But I also think like I know that if I had lived in like New York or LA as a kid, I would have like demanded that I go to like auditions and do that. And I yeah. just think that like it would have been so damaging to me because I don't think I was actually like mentally or emotionally prepared to like be auditioning. I think it was, I guess I don't, I always am wary to say like whether or not something was damaging for me because I feel like it'll come out later that maybe it was. But from what I think now, uh -huh. I think that it was actually very good for me. Wait, explain. Um, I think that I, you know how like, okay, most kids like you play sports, whatever. I was like musical theater right. and I would do auditions. That was like right. my little high stakes thing. Other kids were like trying out to be on club volleyball teams and trying out doing sure, tournaments sure, and sure, winning sure, awards sure. for that. And in that you you lose all the time, right? And I didn't have a thing in musical theater. You, you would like not get parts, I guess. Right. You would get like a lead part sometimes and a background part other times. I needed to learn losing and rejection and whatever. And every single day, almost every, at least I shouldn't say every day, maybe twice a week after school or something, I would have some sort of audition and I would rarely get them. What and, sort of stuff did you book as a kid? Um, I was in an Obama commercial. I was in, what else did I do? I was in a show called Passions when I was really little, a soap opera. You were on Passions? Yes. Do you have a line? Um, no, I, I did. I, I like, I caught somebody cheat. I think I caught my mom cheating on my dad or something. And I was like, mommy. I have a video of me when I was a toddler and then I like came back, I think, once. I still get residuals from it is what I know. Um, but sack after strong. And what else? Um, oh, okay. It, there, here's, here's where it was good for me. Let me get back on track. There were many times where I almost like tasted the, the, the big, big break. Yeah. Like I almost got there. I was the like second girl 
that was considered for this part on a sitcom called Gary Unmarried. And this the other part went to this girl, Catherine Newton, who's like a big Marvel person now, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting there in the room with her and like comparing myself to her and getting insecure. And I remember them pulling me aside at the screen test and saying, hey, you're not going to continue from here. It's just going to be her now. And I was like, I think that that I needed to learn to get over that. And I don't remember Whoa. taking a long time like dwelling on that. I was sad for like a day. And that was when I learned about rejection in a way that like other kids in sports would learn that type of lesson. Like I needed that, something to teach me that. I also was supposed to be Kevin James's daughter in Grown Ups. I got really close for that role too. Whoa. And I didn't get that. But I remember the audition very vividly. I had to like get up and sing the song like tomorrow. I don't think tomorrow. I've seen Grown Ups. I, whatever she sings, I don't know. But um, yeah, anyway, it, ta it taught me how to like deal with rejection and like let it roll off my back. And also I was constantly in rooms with adults and cameras and I had to just be very confident. I was never shy. Like, so it didn't, constantly getting rejected like that never fucked you up? If That's it did, so I don't I don't think it, I don't, I think there are a, little, a lot of things that like fucked me up as a kid and that's not one of them. Like I don't think that was it. I think um, That's maybe so, like- I think it would have broken me. You think that, but you get so used, it becomes so routine. Like the Wait, but one that's that my really life. hurt me was not getting that TV show. No, but, but I guess my point on. is like, that's my life now is that I audition for things constantly and like whatever happens, happens. And right. like it hurts, but it doesn't like derail me. But I do have to do like conscious work to like not let myself get too excited about things. Like it's, it's this weird balance of like, you have to work really hard on these auditions, but also not put that much water in like the hope for them because like, it's a it's like a one in a million or not a one in a million but like whatever right. it is i feel like i don't think i had like the capacity to do that as a kid but frankly I, I think that my mom like held all of that for me and she okay. was just you know what i mean like i didn't i couldn't concern myself with like the money i might be losing or the the fame that this part could yeah. bring me or what how cool it would be to be on set who were these famous people I was like seven. I didn't know who these famous people were. I didn't get why it would be cool. Oh, to be I on guess the like show. I'm thinking I in my mind you're like fourteen, but seven's different. I I did it up until I was like fourteen, thirteen. Yeah, I think that's where it would have started to break me. When I was little, like I just didn't um I didn't know what I was missing out on. I'm right, sure my no, mom the there were times my mom was like bummed. Like I oh, it would have been such a cool thing for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I didn't know that I wasn't like gonna get to be on the set with uh Adam Sandler. I didn't know who the fuck that was. Like right, I didn't care. No, totally. But um I think that as soon as I was a little older, it started to hurt. I, re I vividly remember sitting in the room because what happens is they used to have in-person auditions. And I yeah, remember yeah. every single little like strip mall in LA that has a little casting, casting center in yeah, it. Yeah. I remember all of them. And you would go in after school and I would I would always be in the car and I was just like a gross kid. Like I always spilled shit on my <laughs> shirts. Like I was, I always had bruises. My hair was always fucked. My mom would show up and like have a hairbrush, toothbrush, a little bit of like, she'd put like rouge on my cheeks and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And like, she made me do bangs and like wear like a little shirt, like a kid <laughs> shirt. And I would always go into these auditions and it's like 50 people who look like a version of you. It's right. a bunch of blonde, blue eyed little girls. But they all were like stage mom girls with like, they all were pageant types no, totally. who also did pageants on the side and their moms were like getting them in commercials. Oh, so yeah, like yeah. they would come in 
and be like, they looked like adults, like they had blowout type hair and they had like these cute. Oh. Have you ever seen the girls that were like getting Target commercials at nine years old? They no, looked like mini really, teenagers. I don't think I was like paying attention to that. They were like model girls. Yeah. They looked like mini And I was like a normal An looking child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would get mad at my mom for like making me have the bangs and I'd wipe the bangs out of my face and whatever. It was like a whole thing. I just, that's and so that's the only time I remember being a little insecure was that these girls all looked so much more like Adult. Old, like teenagers, and I looked so young because my mom. So interesting. Yeah, but I I remember I, it was also validating for me because I would do a really good job, and like they would yeah. tell me, "Oh, you're that was great." I I like nothing made me happier than making like the five adults in the room laugh the way that I said the line, like you know. Right. And then I never I, I would come out and I like wouldn't consider. If I got a call back, I'd be happy, but I wouldn't like think about it again. It was like a little thing. That right. I you also have no scope of like money then. Like, so you don't right. realize like what could potentially happen with your life. Right. Like, you just don't know. When I was 18, I got to go and cash all the money that I made when I was acting when I was little. Was it a lot? No, no. Okay. It was like a bunch of five cent checks from when I was on that show. <laughs> so I get it. Pay actors fair wages. I should be getting way more in residuals in my opinion. For one episode of Passions. For from, my like, two episodes of Passions. <laughs> I should be out there on the picket line. Why am I even here? Are you SAG? I don't know, actually. I don't think so. I think I, I didn't do enough work to be union. If I think I was did, like one job away yeah. from getting a union. Are you SAG? Yeah. I could join, but I haven't because it's really expensive. Yeah, it is a lot of money. No, I don't think I think, it, I think my next SAG job, I have to join. Like yeah. when I book it, I'm not allowed to do that job until I join. Right, exactly. I think is where I'm at. I love unions. God bless unions. There should be an influencer union. Somebody tried to start one. I think the... Green Brothers try to start an infantry. Oh, I really do think that it makes a lot of sense. Like we should have. I mean, I think every kind of labor should have a union. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a big fan of a uh, content creator union. Yeah. But anyway, um, what else? Um, I don't know. It's been like forever since I had sexual intercourse. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Wait, have you? Are you not hooking up because of boat guy? No, I'm just not hooking up. I just like don't feel like it. Even if the boat guy were right here in the room right now. Yeah. Would, I redownloaded Hinge. That was the thing. Right. That was the big Hinge. thing. I redownloaded Hinge. Do you ever enlist? Like you, you asked for my opinion, but do you, you enlist? You were the first help? person I've ever done that with. Really? Do you feel good about that? Oh my God. Yeah. I'm really yeah. honored. Or like, I'm sure I've done it in the past, but like in recent memory, you're the first person I've done what that I with. What I liked is that you took my advice. Yeah, I changed the order of the photos. Um, I really hate, I hate like when people ask for advice at, and don't take it. In any way, but especially when people ask for advice with Without hinge. going into that has been like a huge issue in my life where I'm like, do not ask me yeah. for my opinion. I'm not saying like you always have to take it, but like if it becomes a consistent pattern of like you are asking for my opinion to either then do what you were going to do in the first place. Like it's that thing of like, you're just wanting to tell me that I agree with what you did. Right. And if it doesn't do that, it will be ignored. I'm like, then never ask me my opinion again. And it's one thing to like say, oh, I want advice, but you really just want to like bounce something off of me and you want to like hear yourself talk. Yeah. Fine. But what happens is that they then complain to me about the road that they took that I told them not to take. Well, yeah. And it's like, that's what I can't stand. See, actually the first thing you think is a harder thing for me. Like I can't handle, like I have a very short, small bucket of energy for like being your like sounding board where right. I'm not actually supposed to be like giving you actual feedback or advice. Like, right. I think I'm too, like not to like toot my own horn, but like I may horn, like <laughs> not to teach my, my own horn, but like, I'm a very active listener. Like if you're talking to mm -hmm. me, like especially if it's like a big situation, like I'm listening, I'm thinking about it, I'm giving, I'm trying to like give incis incisive like right. feedback. I'm not gonna like, if that's all just falling on deaf ears of you just wanting to like talk through this thing, like I have very little energy for that. Right. I find it 
incredibly draining when I'm just supposed to like listen and like not engage. Like I love listening. I'm always happy to listen to someone's problems. But if there's no like connection there of like, oh, like what about like, you know, if it's like, no, I just need you to like, I just need to like dump on you and then be done. It's like, I can do that in certain instances, but if that becomes like a pattern, I really run out of energy. I get it. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know. Having somebody just talk at me because they need to. I kind of find it like, okay, then I can like chill and just like nod my head. Like I, I love to like shut myself off. I'm yeah. not, I have no problem like not being an active listener, but my issue is when they don't take my advice and then they complain to me after. That's hard. Like you, somebody, I always want to bring up personal examples and then I wonder why people get mad at me. I, there's just somebody, <laughs> a dear friend of mine who is like m- making what I think is like one of the dumbest decisions of their life. And I, I know it's going to bring a lot of. I literally know exactly who you're talking about. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No, but that's another one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that one's fucking stupid too, but I can't say anything about that. Wait, I'm so mad I didn't guess right. Okay, fine, no, whatever. Do I even right. know the other person? No, it's just like, I just, I know that they're making a terrible decision. That's hard. No, and that's I hard. know the types of people I always admire the most are the people who can do things that have qualities that I just don't possess naturally. Right. And I don't have the patience to develop them. And one of those qualities is being a good friend and sticking by somebody without ever saying, I told you so. And without ever saying like, you know, just stop, don't complain to me. Like you're a truly good friend doesn't ever say, I told you so. But I am the queen of I told you so. Because I always told Do them I so. I agree with that. I always told them so. I always knew the right thing. When you asked me for advice, I gave you the correct advice. See, I guess it's like, it's a, it's more of a timing because it's like, I told you so right when the thing happens is so shitty. It's like, this, not the time. Right. I, you know what I mean? No, I don't do that. But I told you so is important the next time they ask for something. It's like, remember when I told you this and you didn't do this and then this happened? Right, that's why Listen you start Listen to doing. me now. That's why you start That's doing. I love that. I love being yeah. like, like using it as a citation for why someone right. should listen to I'll do it future. next time they ask me for advice. You know, because I'm just like, like already anticipating like how hard this decision is going to make their life and how I'm going to be the one who's sitting here comforting them. And that's it's like really hard. Stupid, you know? Yeah. But the other one that you brought up that I didn't even remember, yeah. that's also another one. It's like, but you know what? That person doesn't fuck up that much. Like, I'm happy to be the, I'm happy to not say I told you so and just like be the, the shoulder to cry. Also, on. there is something to be said about like, I feel like I have been in situations where it's like, I see that you're doing this thing that's going to fuck up your life, but I also kind of see why you have to do that. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it's like, a, it's what is it? A canon event? That's what I the hate trend that term. is. It's one of those words that's just popular now. It's like trending word is canon event. People like learned it and they think it sounds smart. Yeah, and they're saying it's like, like one was like buying pink stuff for your ch- your freshman dorm room. I was like, okay, we need to like really yeah, chill. chill out <laughs> on like what are like formative experiences. People also use the word coded all the time. I think I brought this up before, but yeah. they learned the word coded. Like somebody who went to film school came and told them about coded. And now it's like, this is so girl who went to summer camp coded. Like shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's really hard for me to to not say, I told you not to do this and now you're doing it and I can't support you. A good friend would just be like, that's oh, okay. You yeah. made a bad decision. 
when you when something bad happens to you, are you like I need to talk to someone about this immediately, or do you do you like go internal and be like I? It depends how bad the thing was. Like I don't know. It's mm, sometimes if I did something that I think is a little bit wrong, I need to talk to somebody to like work out oh, a way to like take myself out of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know I did something a little bit wrong, but I need to figure out like where that thing wrong was, like where in the situation it lies. Yeah. And where I went wrong and how how much worse my thing was than what the other person did. Yeah. Then I want to talk to somebody about it to like relieve my guilt and get somebody yeah. to say like, no, you're not as wrong as you think you are. Right. Okay. But if it's just like a thing, like I'm really stressed. I just want to be the fuck alone. Like okay. for something about me is I don't, this is really shitty to say on an advice podcast. We love to get your, like to give your advice. Like we lo I love to give people advice. I don't ever ask for advice. Like I, unless it's like a professional really? thing or a legal thing, like also my manager or something for advice or whatever, when it comes to work stuff that genuinely he knows more about this subject than I do. But when it comes to interpersonal things, what should I do about my crush? What should I do about my fight with my mom? What should I do about making this decision um, for my apartment? I don't, nobody knows me better than I know me. Yeah. I don't want your opinion. Like why would I, I know what I need to do. The answer is within me. I need to look for it within, you know? Yeah. I feel that way a lot of times, but there are situations where I ask for advice, 100%. Really? Yeah, like if I, there's been like a few times in my life where I've been like, I actually really don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like those situations where it's like neither option feels good. Right. It feels like too, like picking the lesser of two evils or like a truly like morally gray, like I don't know what the right thing to do is here. Or sometimes if it's like you have to do something that's going to suck and you need someone to kind of like talk you through how it's like okay to do that thing. Right. I get that. Yeah, I just am not, um, no, I never really have those problems. I find that I'm, <laughs> there's never like a gray area in my life. Like everything is like either you know, I feel this way or I feel that way. Interesting. And that gets me in trouble. Like it's not, it's not a great way to live, but like, I just, I don't, I don't find myself like calling a friend and being like genuinely, what should I do? Like, I don't care what they think. I think like I make more good decisions than they do. I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't. Interesting. I don't know. I just like, I, tr I, I know myself better than anyone else. Right. But what, okay, sure. <laughs> but what about when like decisions, it's like, it's not necessarily about knowing yourself. It's about like having situations where there are other people involved and you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, it, it always, it's never, I'm never, I'll tell people the situation to say like, what do you think they're going to do? Or what do you think they're thinking? But okay. like, I know what I should do. Okay. If someone's like, how, sh like if I get in a fight and I don't know how to like deal with it, how to apologize or how to approach it, I'm never going to say like, ask a therapist or ask my mom or ask anybody like, what should I do? I know what to do. When it comes to like fixing my sink, paying my taxes, like then I need to ask for advice. Sure. But like with my own personal life, should I go to this school or that school? Should I, should I, you know, go to, should I get this apartment or that apartment? Like nobody knows but me. I have the answer. Yeah. I'm just asking and wasting your time. That's often true of a lot of life though, is like it is yeah. something that you know. Right. Yeah. Should I just know everything. Okay. So on that note, should we answer the first yes, question? Yes. I'm the smartest person in the world. Did you actually. pull up the questions? Yes, I did actually. Cause I'm so smart. <laughs> Here we go. First question. Here we go. Hey guys. So, okay. I'm going to keep this short. Basically, I was in like a four person friend group in school um, and we just graduated. And me and my other girl were super close, and two other people were super close, but, like, we were all really close and, like, within this larger friend group. 
Um, and towards the end of, like, our last semester, my best friend and one of the other girls in this four-person group got into a huge fight. The one girl called my best friend some names and, like, really was just, like, so mean and they're not friends anymore. And I guess I'm asking, like, I don't want to pick sides in a friend group, um, but, like, I feel weird that, like, all my other friends who, like, know what happened are, like, no one has said anything to my friend that called my best friend a bitch, basically. And I don't want to, like, pick sides or, like, I don't know, get myself in the middle of it, but I feel like as if it was someone calling me a bitch, I would want my best friend to stick up for me. So, yeah, I guess I'm just asking, like, do I involve myself or do I just stay out of it? All right, thanks. Love you both. I think if people, oftentimes I think, if people aren't picking sides, it's because they see both sides of the argument. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good. Like if, if I'm in a situation where like someone called someone a bitch and like I'm not picking sides, it's because I probably agree the other person was kind of being a bitch. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of like blind loyalty. I don't think it's like a healthy thing in society. Right. Like I think we should be holding the people we love the most. We should be holding accountable. We should have empathy for when they, why they are the way they right. are and understanding. But I don't think like blindly, like I understand like maybe not like ridiculing them in front of other people or like doing that, but like in behind closed doors being like, Hey, I don't agree with what you did there. Or like FYI, you know what I mean? And like knowing someone well enough to know the time and a place to like have those conversations. But like if, if they're not picking a side, I would guess it's because they, there's a, there's a reason. It's not like, I don't know that like picking sides is like a very healthy way to think about group dynamics. Like it's not war. Like it's, it's a friend group. Right. I agree completely. I do think that like the advice here would be evaluate like do you feel like she was being a bitch or do you feel like that was just like one person is completely in the wrong and the other person is not like it's is there a gray area there do you agree with both a little bit if you do then just don't say anything it's gonna blow over and just stay out of it but like if you feel that somebody called somebody a bitch in a really unwarranted way took it out on like just did something really unfair personally I have a, like a really I don't have a soft spot for like any type of fence rider. I don't. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is people who won't pick a side when they know which side's objectively right. And I'm talking about when you like people who will like come to you privately and be like, "No, I'm with you. You were completely right." And then in public be like, "Oh, I'm just not going to say anything." It's like yeah then go fuck yourself, honestly. You're not a friend. Because I I don't care. Like, okay, you're going to be unlikable for like one second by one person in the room. Deal with it. I'm your friend. Like, you, I, I completely agree about blind loyalty. I completely agree about telling your friends when you think that you disagree with something they said. But, like, if you truly believe that your friend was not in the wrong and the other person was and they need the backup... You better fucking back her up. Like it's just no, totally. Like if I don't the friend was to come like, to you and be like, so, like you, like Talia's being such a bitch, and like I didn't agree with that. I would, I would, I would like to think I would be like, right. no, I don't agree with that. Frankly, you know? it's like, look, I don't care what it. I know who my friends are, and I don't expect them to constantly defend me behind my back, right? Just for the sake of like 
like not getting in a fight. Like if somebody calls me, if someone talks shit about me because they're annoyed with me, whatever. I'm sure my friends, like we all talk shit about each other sometimes. Yeah. If someone were to go behind my back and tell my other friend in like a group of three, two of them talk privately without me. And one of them was like, oh, Talia's being a bitch. And the other one didn't agree. I wouldn't expect her to be like, don't say that. I'd expect you to be like, oh, you feel that way? Like, fuck, that sucks. Like, I just, that's fine. I do not care. I don't expect that kind of loyalty. Wait, but you would expect her to not be like, oh, I know she is such a bit like. Yeah, jump. no, no, yeah. don't agree. Just be like, no, oh my God, like let her rant. That's fine. Other, some one person can have a fight with me and the other person doesn't have to be involved with it. No, totally. But like, what I'm saying is they're like, for example, I, I lived in a house senior year and a lot of people didn't care about COVID and I did. And they were like doing a lot of like partying stuff, whatever. We're all past it now, but like it really bugged me at the time that like I, nobody seemed to be on my side about not wanting to have parties. My roommate at the time was very much like privately was like, I totally agree with you. And she would comfort me about like, she's like, you're totally right. I don't know what they're thinking. But then when it came time for us to have like a house meeting and vote, she would not, she would like vote against me. Yeah. I'd be like, you're so afraid of someone talking shit about you for two seconds that you won't back me up, but you'll tell me in private and like, let me cry to you in yeah. private. That is like the most fucked up thing I think I could ever imagine. Because well, that's a trust violation. It's a huge trust violation. So that's like a different, like, it's, and it's like public shaming and like allowing me to be publicly shamed when you like, yeah. you're too much of a pussy. 100%. So it's like, if you have, if you're going to tell me to my face, like if you, if you think there's a gray area with this person, if you think that there was reason for her to be called a bitch, even though it's a bit of a strong word, I get it then you can talk to her to her face and be like, look, totally a harsh word, but like, I kind of get what she was saying here. So I'm on your side in one way, but like, I'm not going to yeah. come out and I say really she was think, wrong. Yeah. But like, if you know that she was in the right and you're going to tell her to her face, like, okay, privately, you were completely in the right. Then you better also, when the time comes publicly, say that she's in the right. Totally. Say it in front of everybody. But I guess what's interesting is that this question is more directed at the friends of this group and not the main two people in the fight. Like, mm -hmm. she's being like, should I still, like, can I be friends with the people who are not picking sides? Like, that's what she's more asking about. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't, don't, it doesn't, that part doesn't matter. Like, it's not between, like, if, like, our, like, how our friends felt about a fight between you and me, like, that doesn't matter to me. Do you, does, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think... Like if if we're talking like if it was like something super fucked up and they're like pretending it didn't happen like maybe but this sounds like it was not like something insane like it was probably just like a normal fight that happens mm -hmm. it's like yeah like some people just aren't going to pick sides and that's fine you know that's where we differ like i think that sometimes you do need to pick sides and like i don't in this particular situation, I can see why it's like, okay, fine. It seems like it's going to blow over. Like, it's yeah. just, it doesn't need to be br brought up. But if your friend were to express, like, do you agree with me? Like, if she were to, like, ask you. You know what I mean? I'm you have to I've pick only sides. This <sighs> I, I really do expect them to be like, if you're going to say that. it to me privately, then you better defend me publicly. I get that. Yeah. Was that all the calls for the week? No, we have one more. Oh, we have one more. Yay. Okay. So I've been hanging out with this guy the whole entire summer and I met him during the school year via my older brother, which in itself is already kind of, anyways, so we didn't start hanging out till like a month after that. And I thought him and my brother were like still pretty good friends. Well, turns out my brother randomly and spur of the moment decided he hated him and that he was the worst person ever. And I don't know if I'm still hanging out with this guy because my brother doesn't want me to or because I really like him. Anyways, <laughs> I think it's because I really like him. But if it's going to cause tension between me and my brother, 
should I continue to do it, even though my brother is moving out to college in, like, two weeks? Anyways, let me know if I should keep seeing this guy. I think he's precious, but... You think he's Brayden likes to yell a lot. <laughs> okay, I have a million questions. Oh, my God. That's so cute. It it's is cute. Scandalous. It's kind of scandalous. I guess I do think you need to ask your brother why he hates him because if there's yeah. like a fucked up thing you don't know about, you need to know about that. Yeah, you need to know what he did. That's my first thing too. 100%. But do it in one. such a way where your brother doesn't know that you're asking because you're hooking up with him. Yeah, does the brother not know that they're hooking up? He definitely knows. There's no way he doesn't Well, know. because then here's the other thing. That might be why he fucking hates him. You're fu He's fucking his sister. <laughs> and they're high schoolers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we don't know if they're fucking. I think they're like hanging out. Look, by this time, by the time we're recording this, I'm assuming the brother's going off to college like right now or in a week. Yeah. <sighs> Keep doing it. Like whatever. Yeah. You're, you're going to forget about this. It's you're going to laugh fling. about it. It's a summer fling. There's the a zillion movies do, about this. You do just have to check with the brother why he hates him because if he did something really bad, then you want to know about that. Yeah. But I but think you're right that, that the brother probably hates him because he like 100%. admitted I, I want to fuck your sister. Yeah. So like, you know what? Figure that out. But after that, it's like I'm... Ugh, Something about big brothers. I'm, did she say it was a big brother? Yeah, right? I would assume so because he's going to college and she's Yes. Not. Big brothers and little sisters. Ugh, this drives me nuts, okay? Fucking, this is why I hate guys with sisters. So base is especially little sisters. They always, sorry, you, you're you you're gay. doesn't count. I'm talking about straight guys. Gay men can't sisters. vote. Talia said it. I'm gay. It doesn't count. Gay men don't count. Gay men don't matter. Straight guys with little sisters because they think they're the, like God's gift to earth. No, but also, they're very toxic. I know what you mean. They, they literally refuse. They can't see their little sister as a person. They see her right. as their little sister. Right. And they're and they also so they have this weird protectiveness over her, but they can't extend that to any other woman. So it's like, right. do you know how many? I'm I'm not explaining this perfectly, but do you know how many people I know? who, for example, would have their little sister come and like visit the frat house and they'd like literally have fist fights with anybody who dared speak to the little sister, talk to the little sister, say that the little sister was hot behind her back. But then the same guy is like t talking about women in the most vile, disgusting yeah, yeah, yeah. way. And it's it doesn't come from, oh, I see my sister as a human and nobody else. It comes from, I see my sister as a precious, not subhuman other thing, ethereal being and other women are objects but still it's objectifying the sister by saying like she can't have her own yeah um agency right. to decide what she wants this always happens if you okay if this were if you were like the little brother and you were hooking up with a guy that your older brother knew like if if you if yeah, you yeah, yeah. he wouldn't care guys cheer on Ugh, a better example of this would be like okay say there's a parent with a daughter and a son and the daughter is dating somebody and the son also had a girlfriend yeah. and they were both kids, whatever. The dad would always be like, yeah, my son is like getting it in, right? Yeah, yeah, But don't touch my daughter. My daughter cannot be alone in the car with, the, with her boyfriend. Yeah, She's no, too young 100%. to have a boyfriend. This happens all the time. So I'm saying yeah. that your brother probably wouldn't give a fuck if you were a guy and hooking up with someone he knew. Yeah. He'd high five you if you were like his little brother who's hooking up with his friend. Right. But like, because you're a girl, he sees you as like untouchable right. and it probably started a fight. Either way, fuck him. You're, you should be allowed to say like, yes, I'm sorry that it's your friend, but like at the end of the day, I'm a human being and I have needs and I'm allowed to like who I like. Yeah, like keep guys just guy. feel this way about younger sisters. Yeah. Something about men with younger sisters that like drives me fucking insane. It's like so, <laughs> they think they're like, 
oh my god they're like the the leaders of the feminist movement by being like <laughs> don't fuck my sister she's too young when she's like 25 <laughs> it's, like, it's just disgusting the way that they talk about their little sisters it's like gross like guys who have little sisters have an even harder also, time humanizing I've always, women i've always thought the more that men have a negative reaction to people dating their little sister, sister is more of a red flag to how they treat the women they date because exactly. that's what they're fear of have you seen all these viral videos of guys being like Who's the guy on the team that you wouldn't let date your sister? Yeah, it's and so crazy. And it's like crazy. the way that you guys defend your sisters, but you literally like, how about this guy that you're talking about? Oh, I would never let him touch my sister. Maybe he's like a danger to women and yeah. just sucks. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh my God, I would never let Brad go by my sister with a 10 foot pole. And 50 guys say the same thing about this Brad guy. It's like, maybe Brad should be locked up then yeah. because you can't fathom the way that he would treat your sister. And that's the only woman that you can humanize in your mind. Yeah, it's so crazy. Maybe Brad's a bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I just hate those videos. It's like, I can no, only humanize women who are my sister and acknowledge that like a way of treating them would be bad if they are my sister. Yeah. But this guy that I'm talking about, who's disgusting, who I wouldn't let date my sister, the, if he treats any other woman like this, he's he's a G, he's a bro. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that what guys still say? <laughs> <laughs> are you a G, are you a bro? Is that like when someone's cool? Okay, yeah. is that it? Anyway, so yeah, it. fuck your fuck your brother's friend. Fuck him and let him get you pregnant and just live your life. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> on that note, we'll see you next week. Yeah, This fuck has been your Basic brother. Training. Um, pull up the phone number. What is it? The number is 929-269-4960. Please call us and ask for advice or anything yes. you want. Come chat with us. We'll play it on the pod. We'll be back next week with more advice questions, more things to talk about. I'll have been on vacation for three weeks I'll or two weeks. I'll have so much to talk about. So much to talk about. And I'll have nothing to talk about. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, rate and review the podcast for the love of God. Oh my God. Rate please and review the review, podcast please. on Spotify and Apple Music and whatever else you listen to. Rate and review the podcast for the love of God. Okay. We love you. Bye. Please. Bye.